Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney! Great, thank you. I feel like we've done that before. Of me smacking my lips? Yes. Like eating the candy cane? And mm, probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sipping Every coffee morning and... when, when Ducky wakes up, he does like a big yawn. Yeah. And then he goes, he was like, oh. And he makes like a weird alien noise when he yawns, you of know. Course. And he goes like, oh. And then he like smacks his lips together several times and like does tiny little licks of like. And then he'll like rub his eyes with his paws. And like, I'm like, you're a little person waking up. Yeah. <laughs> you're doing, you're you're doing the whole human. thing. And then like he'll, when he gets out of his bed, he'll like stand up and he'll do like a downward dog. <laughs> stretch. And, He's got his morning stretches. He'll do his, his stretches. He'll shake out all his limbs and like shake his whole body. And be like, all right, let's go on a walk. <laughs> it's really funny. It's so cute. So and it, like it is entirely like in sequence. Like he does all those things. <laughs> he knows. He has a routine. And he has his own little morning routine. It's very cute. Anyway, here we are. <laughs> all right. Welcome to season two, episode 20. 20. 21. 21. <laughs> Damn it. Try that again. <laughs> uh, welcome to season two, episode twenty-one, the Thrilla and Thrilla. It's a great, great it is a episode. Great episode. Uh, it is. It is a good one. Yes. We're excited. I got a rant in store. Oh yeah, we promised. We there. we made some promises. We promised that we gotta, a rant. <laughs> that we got to. Now I'm worried that it's not going to live up to it. I think it will. Listen, I had to cut out quite a bit from last. I. I I won't say quite a bit, but the the teaser enough was like two <laughs> minutes long at least. So right. we've got some we've got some uh, sure some good quality content right. ranting in store for you. That's true. You're on the recap. I know. I feel seconds. like I'm not gonna do a good job. I know. It's I'm a, scared. There's a lot in this episode. Ready, set, go. Corey gets approached in the hall about joining the wrestling team because he's the right height and weight, um, and he is fine with joining because no one else is in his weight class, and then all of a sudden, Joey is like, I'm going to also try out for the wrestling team, so they have to fight for the position. He takes him down, so Joey, um, Corey takes Joey down, so Joey says rematch. After school, no rules, and so they go and have this, Griff throws this giant rematch for them, and then there's all these celebrities, and Eric gets tagged in, and... He has Time. to fight Vader. <laughs> See, there's too much. It's too much. And I went over by two seconds. You did. You did. There's too much here. There's not a lot of a of a beep. The beep plot. I don't. Well, I don't know. Like there isn't. There isn't. I guess. Like the yearbook is kind of immediately related yeah. to the gay plot. Yeah. What's going on? What, I mean, that's that's pretty much really it. it. We don't see the Matthews really, except for um, Amy and Alan when they're talking to Corey about wrestling. But that's yeah. about it. It's all pretty related. Mm-hmm. Feels like. Um, yeah, it much. all intermingles in some mm-hmm, way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what, did, yeah. what did you learn in this episode, Megan? I learned basically you are important and valuable as you are as mm-hmm. a human being. You don't have to prove yourself to anyone. You don't have to prove, you don't have to like do some big elaborate thing like go into a wrestling rink with Vader to prove your value or your worth. Sure. Because you're you. Because you're you. And that's all that matters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. What did you learn? <laughs> um, you know, I think that it's it's an interesting episode in that, like, I I, I relate in often uh, in my life wondering, like, what what are people going to remember me for? Mm-hmm. And and what's what's the first line in my uh, obituary? And I get really hung up on that sometimes. 
and that's like a morbid thing, yeah. I guess. But like that's that's kind of the idea here is what what is the thing that people are going to remember you for when they reflect on on your life? And obviously in seventh grade, it's it's smaller s- stakes. Um, yes. <laughs> getting getting too focused on what other people are going to think about you and remember you for really gets in the way of you just living your own life mm-hmm. as yourself and that you shouldn't try to make a statement that is anything other than who you are mm-hmm. yeah. it feels very reflective of the message of um danger boy mm-hmm. kind of the same thing where Feeney's like if you let people's perception of you mm-hmm. dictate your behavior you will not grow as a person right a little more a little more specifically having to do with their like with this yearbook mm-hmm. launch pad in that it's the end of the year we got a yearbook we want some quotes from everybody and, and you know you, whenever people want to quote you always want it to be something meaningful mm-hmm. though my favorite my high school did not do yearbook quotes we didn't either but i do love memes on the internet of yes hilarious yearbook hilarious quotes, quotes of like well and i've actually seen a couple people use feeney's famous last words sure Try. Last words. <laughs> not <die>. not actual <laughs> last words. Die. Last words on the show. Yeah, but I think it's a lot of fun. And I think even too thinking about Joey and like the whole thing with Feeney being like, when when he's not around, what are your lives? Yeah. Like, do you have your own life? Mm-hmm. And that I think is interesting too, because for Corey, Corey's impetus to join the wrestling team is that he feels that he is unimportant mm-hmm. and uninteresting. Yeah. Whereas Joey is is in an effort to like carve his own make niche it a life, and like yeah. make his own life for himself mm-hmm. so in a lot of ways i want to like back joey here yeah oh yeah and be like you know like he got a kick in the head to say like hey why don't you do, do something, something for you yeah pursue an interest for yourself and like have your own life mm-hmm. whereas Corey is like ah i'm not interesting mm-hmm well, and the thing is, Joey tried. Right. He's trying it. He, he goes Corey was for approached. it. Corey was handed it. Yeah. Whereas Joey is seeking it out. Yes. Is Joey the hero in this episode? Oh, no. <laughs> Joey might be the MVP. I think, I think Joey is the is the, the protagonist of this episode. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Corey's kind of his antagonist. Although I will say, Corey does seem to at least have some concept of wrestling. Because he does take Joey down. And Joey's like... Probably like six inches, seven inches taller than he is, and he just mm-hmm. he takes him down pretty easily. He so does. Corey has must have some semblance of which maybe is from wrestling with Eric as a child or something. Well, because you think about Joey's position in the gang in Harley's gang, he's not the enforcer; he's True. the rat, and so he's the cunning one who's always coming up with the little things and and manipulating people and beating up people like beating down people with his words but Frankie is the one who does all of the beating up it's true so Joey has no experience with fighting really at all I don't know Joey does do a fucking drop kick in the oh my chest. god that's so all of the fight choreography in this is hysterical it's really funny shit it's so good oh okay but Corey goes on kind of from the top of this episode when when Topanga's like what have you done this year or whatever I feel like Corey's done a lot of not necessarily good things, but a lot of things that he would be known in the school for, right. like the radio program, the strike, falling asleep with Topanga in the room. Yeah, the strike. The st- like there have been a lot of <laughs> things. made a lot of waves. <laughs> yeah, there have been a lot of things really... that he should be kind of known for, mm-hmm. and it is kind of it doesn't feel true anymore to be like, ah, oh, who's Corey Matthews? Yes, 
Like, he's, yeah, exactly. They've done a lot this year. <laughs> yeah, they have done a lot, and I understand his whole like, I didn't, do, I don't have anything to contribute, whatever. But he's done shit that would get his name recognized at least. So that doesn't check out with me. Um, How can he learn so much every week and still be so stupid? Well, it's so funny because he says in the episode a couple of times, like, why am I wrong about everything? Uh, Which is such a mood. This episode (laughs) has some really fun writing to it. Yes. Some real tongue-in-cheek, old-school sitcom humor of, like, says the thing is immediately very clearly wrong mm-hmm. about the thing. Yes. Which is like an easy joke to set up, but but like it takes a, a good child actor to do that well yes. and like good editing and timing to nail that. Oh yeah. And so there's there's some fun, some well well crafted humor there with that bit of like I'm always wrong. <laughs> yes, I am always wrong. He says it to Turner. He's like, don't you know by now that I'm always wrong? It is a whole mood. Well, I have a bunch of like little random things about this episode. Oh, do we, we want to like? Did we do a fun fact, or that's is that what you have that you're about to say? Two things. the The title. So the title of this episode is from the boxing match, the Thrilla and Manila, mm-hmm. the third and final match between Muhammad Ali and Joe Frazier for the championship fought in the Philippines, October first, nineteen seventy-five. Um, this episode also aired on Danielle Fischel's fourteenth birthday. Oh. So those are kind of my two fun facts. Cute. I was gonna go into a little more depth about Vader. But we'll come back to him, so I'm not going to do that in this episode. I, I will do that later, because we have a couple mm-hmm. This must have been an expensive episode. Him. Yes! Okay. I wrote down the cameos of who we have, just the random famous people, and they're random. This oh, yeah. isn't like... Robert Goulet, Yasmin yeah, Bleeth. Yasmin Bleeth, and, and then Vader, Vader, of course. Leon White is his actual name, not his uh, wrestling name. He actually just died in 2018. Aww. I know, so R.I.P. But yeah, the most random, I guess Yasmin Bleeth is kind of topical because that's when Baywatch was really like sure. kicking it off. But sure. at the same time, it's just I mean, Robert Goulet was also popular. Like it yeah. was, these were, it, it's a weird ABC power play. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They're but, like, look at how much our budget has been expanding since season one. But like, one. even this, ex- like the episode must have been expensive beyond just the cast because also like, You've got this gym that we've never seen mm-hmm. before. And then you've got this big wrestling rink yep. that they actually like set up here. It's a lot. There's a lot of locations. There's mm-hmm. a lot of people. Robert Goulet does two performances. Yes. Like, Which is so funny. The detention scene is so funny. A blast. It's, uh, but I have a lot of random things. Mm-hmm. Do we want to like talk about the like, do you want to go on your rant first, or do you want to talk oh, about, about the candy? Things? Yeah. Ugh. So, in the event that you did not know already what was making Skylar angry, I said that it could be in the last week. I don't know if I kept this in the episode or not, but I said it could be two things. The first thing that I was mentioning was Alan saying that if he was doing ballet, that'd be a problem. Mm-hmm. But that's more of like a throwaway, like typical '90s white dad right. kind of thing. We've had that so, joke from Alan at least four times. This yeah, season. we've had something very similar. So it was not that. Indeed, it was my second thought, which was candy, <sighs> which is just a problematic this, piece. This of work. girl getting pimped out by the fucking <laughs> wrestling team, <laughs> literally rolling up. Here's your jacket. Here's your uniform. Here's your candy, and she saddles up like, "Hi." 
I'm candy. <laughs> I hate it. She's, I fucking hate it. I can't tell if she's on the wrestling team or not, though, because she smashes the cans she does. on her she head. So is cans. she on the, like, do they have a female wrestling team? Is she on the female wrestling team? Is well, that why she wrestling, goes with the wrestling team everywhere? My high school. We didn't have wrestling I, at all. So, so I wrestled Okay. for a few years in middle school and high school. Mm-hmm. No, there, there was no separation. Yeah. In any schools that like we wrestled against either. Everyone. So so it was just co-ed wrestling teams. Okay. Uh, We, I don't believe we ever had a a girl on the wrestling team. There were times where we would wrestle against other schools that did have a girl Mm -hmm. on the wrestling team here or there. So I don't, yeah, I don't know what her... We're not led to believe Candy, because if Candy were on the wrestling team, she would probably be in Corey's weight class and they wouldn't need him. That's fair. That's fair. You know? Yeah. What do they say? What is is a weight class? 110? Something like that, yeah. I wrestled 110 when I was in like 8th grade. Yeah. ninth grade. I don't, anyway, so fucking candy. <laughs> like, I, I want to say, I want to give the benefit of the doubt and give her some agency yeah. and say like, good for you, we're sex positive here. Mm-hmm. But clearly, based on everything we're, we see in this episode, she's being pimped out by these fucking wrestlers. She leaves at the end and says, I go with the jacket, yep. which is disgusting. Disgusting. Yeah, that is. Oh, not that good. was so gross to just think that this she is literally she is the worth like an jacket. article of clothing yeah. to this team. That is her worth is measured yeah. in. Oh, I hate everything <laughs> about it. I hate that she's good with that because it means that she has no self worth. Yeah. <laughs> I just need somebody to like wrap her in a blanket and tell her that she is worth something <laughs> more than just a jacket you are worth more shuttled around by the wrestling team shoving two cans against your forehead and fucking whoever's got the jacket oh i hate Good it God. i hate it so much this yeah. poor girl needs so much help where are her parents where, where, where are, are her parents? parents where is the counselor somebody save her yeah she is clearly been taken by the wrestling team in a in a gross gross way and i fucking hate it it's literally, it really mostly comes down to I go with the jacket. That's real, yeah. That's I mean, where, that's... like, up until such point, I could have said, like, I mean, maybe she's just, like, all into that, and that's yeah. fine. That can be her. And she, like, only dates wrestlers, you know, she's one of those girls. It's fine. Like, it could all be, like, shallow and, and vapid, mm-hmm. and she could be into it and whatever. But the fact that she's, like, I go with the jacket turns yeah. her into, like, the wrestling team's property yep. that they are pimping out to yep. whoever this jacket goes to, and I hate it. Yes. Ugh! That's yeah, it's bad. It's atrocious. It's the it's worst. Bad. Everything else in this episode is a good time, but that's a garbage thing. That is a garbage thing. Poor girl. So much. So much garbage. Which we've already seen this girl before, haven't we? Did we? Did yeah, I we think know? we have. Because I think when the first time we saw her, you were like, that's Candy. Oh, was I? Yes. Yeah, so she was in two episodes of season one. The first uh, episode being Model Family and the second being It's a Wonderful Night. Oh, this is the one where Eric gets the modeling job. Yeah, she does make an appearance in another episode to go be one of Eric's. It's a very different character. Yeah. Her <laughs> name is Tracy, apparently. Hanging on to Eric's arm. So, oh, gross. So now she's just making her way through the Matthews family. Yeah. (laughs) Ugh. Not smart decisions made by either of these characters, really, but... All right, I'm done. I don't want to talk about candy. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry Um, if that rant was disappointing. I think I blew a lot of steam on it on Monday. I I mean, I think it was still a solid, like, three minutes at least. What are some of your little tiddly bits? They had a nice little Wheel of Fortune reference. 
um, when Corey tries to oh, hit I'd like to his solve head. The puzzle. Yeah, I'd like to solve the puzzle. That's pretty funny. Uh, Feeney is now in Turner's classroom, but everything is turned around and the lighting is different to make it look like a different part of the school. <laughs> so there's that. I, I thought we would notice. We noticed. Yeah. Well, I'm confused. Is I, For a second, I was like, is he just... Is this really supposed to be a different part of the school, or is he just in Turner's room? You're talking about you're talking around. about like when when he's teaching and Griff brings in the the massage the massage table, table and, the and then he masseuse. like pushes him out into the hall and mm-hmm. they come out of the door that we have been led to believe has always been Turner's door. Yes, well, because it's the same piece of set or yeah. like the same class or the same hallway, right? As what <clears throat> we usually exit. In Turner's room. Right, but in, in Turner's room, when you enter that door, the blackboard is on the other side. Yes, and you're facing and the desks, the desks, desks all, so all yeah, that's all turned around. Yeah, but but the geography of the entrance is in the same place as Turner's. And now. I guess that the... I don't think we've seen... Maybe we have seen them in Feeney's classroom before. But it's usually, like, on the other side. So the door is... On the it, like the chalkboard is still the same, facing the same way. It's on the right hand side of what would be what we're watching. Yeah. And then the door is on the left hand side. I don't know. I it's all a mess. It's all a mess. They it's tried to pull mess. one over on us. It's true. And it didn't work. I didn't so. actually really think about it until you just said it. Yeah. Like now that you said it, yeah. But I didn't even think about it. But when, the like, lights are also dimmer in that. Scene. I mean. It, it it only falls apart when he pushes him out into the hall. Yes. And we are shown that like, oh, it's the hallway it's the that we hallway. are always in and that door is Turner's. Correct. Yeah. But it's it's basically the same as that door being the boys' bathroom or, or the girls' bathroom or but they didn't even want to like office or whatever. move the bench or anything or move the bust in the back or... Nah, just same hall. Wild. Could be bothered. Um, they already changed the whole classroom. They couldn't change the hall, too. Also, Eric's locker has cycled between pretty much everyone so far. Because Corey and Sean's lockers, I think starting next season, are on that direct back wall right there. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe they have been in the past. Oh, but they... But they go to that left-hand locker all the time. And yeah, they, there's Eric probably only like one or two it. functional lockers on the set. So. Yeah. <laughs> Corey pulls books out of it. Yeah, so I don't know why they keep... why. I don't know why they didn't like establish like okay this is Eric's locker and this is Corey Well, Corey and and yeah, locker. the episode later when like janitor Bud like fixes up Corey's locker really mm-hmm. nicely. It's on that back wall. It's on that wall mm-hmm. by the stairs. When Corey's looking at the like himself in the mirror in his locker, it's also on that back wall for yeah. Hair Today Gone Tomorrow. And I think there's also another episode. They're in front of the that patch of lockers when Sean and Corey get into a fight. Mm-hmm. which is there and then yeah so I think once we hit season three it's consistent and their lockers are on the back mm-hmm. but it's just interesting to me that they keep keep on changing keep on changing yeah it's true um so yeah just wild um also why wouldn't so Corey has is doing like these training sessions right to fight Joey I'm using quotation marks you can't see me but <laughs> I'm using quotation marks he's doing these like training sessions by himself where he's lifting like five pounds um why isn't he training with the wrestling team a great question why like I don't understand <laughs> why they couldn't afford to get them on set that day so I guess maybe they just were like you're not on the team yet officially you're just well once you have your once tryout? he was challenged then he's really not i guess yeah at that point I but don't he know. keeps the jacket whatever yeah and the candy those were all my like little tidbits but 
the the last the whole last half of this episode it is a bit crazy they come in they've got this entire thing Corey's like no one's even gonna be there they walk in and like the entire school's there we've got all these celebrities who like why and Griff is like again showing that he has comes from wealth from and LA. privilege obviously from where LA. he's like <laughs> I just casually like make out with Yasmin Bleef right. all the time which how old is he Let's hope that he's 17. 18, please. Let's, we're going to make him 18. <laughs> we're going to make him 18. I don't know how actually how old he actually is um, supposed to be in the show, but let's say he's 18 because yeah, he's so. like, he, we already wildly speculated that he's hooking up with the uh, secretary, he's, and, he's now we, the secretary. and now he's sleeping with Yasmin Bleeth as well. Sure. So It's true. So he's let's hope that he's Got 18. Robert Goulet's number. Please. Um... Yeah, well, I mean, those were really the only two strings that he pulled because Vader Vader's was there for an easy son. grab, yeah. right? Vader is Vader's Frankie's dad. So yeah, that, that makes sense. For, well, he's not even there for Frankie either. He's there for uh, Frankie's friend Joey, Joey yeah. which is very sweet. Right, I got a good relationship. And I love the interaction between Feeny and Vader. Ugh, that's I, I, when Feeny and Turner show up at this match. It's absurd that it's not immediately like everybody out I'm calling the police right <laughs> the fact that that, that Feeny like engages in these Feeny shenanigans and flips over the, there it's oh, so funny I love it's also one of my favorite Turner Corey moments when he says sidebar and he says are you kidding me are you kidding me <laughs> I also love the fact that Eric Eric's like get out of there and he gives him the he, he like says, reaches out his and he goes you're in and he pulls him in and he continues to fight right he, he like, goes into actually, like, a, like a drunken fight right? like yeah it's really funny <laughs> I can't believe it because it's one thing when he's like you need to get out of there let's go but then he stays in and fights for Corey right like, he gets into like him. a strange like drunken crane fighting <laughs> stance and thing and jabs him in the eye yeah which was a good move in theory until of course Vader came out and then raised him over his head but he stuck with it man he stuck with it it's true he, he persisted yeah eric was willing to do that that's great that's fun uh we also get a cute sean topanga thing in chubby's when topanga oh is there yes and he's like you like him she's like i do not shut up yeah <laughs> really typical, it's like it's the typical most seventh grade it's probably the truest like seventh grade shit we get in yes. like a while and i love it because it's like you like him uh-uh shut up yeah. <laughs> it's, it is it is cute and teasing and lovely and, and i like that this this through line is still happening because we got a little bit of this when Corey was sick true at home. we've been like, like dancing like our me. way through this mm-hmm. with like the mono to now this and and so on and that we all keep all building up for yeah it's really like three. these last four episodes have are crafted pretty carefully in that like they the last two don't stand on their own they they are directly related Mm -hmm. but the events of the last two like pull upon things from this one and the one before yeah because like the fact that they've been to turner's apartment becomes yes like an important piece of this like two-part finale if Mm -hmm. you will and so like yeah in many ways they i think maybe they knew some of the things they needed yeah to like piece in because they weren't going to be able to like answer all of these questions in the last yeah. two episodes, and still because they're they're big ones, they cover a lot of ground. The next that's two. true. That's I mean, this true. one, this it one really too, kicks like off everything. Yeah, what a, what a good, good, fun. good stuff. Yes, I'm so excited for season three. Getting into some good stuff. Mm. But yeah, that's I really, really all that I. Okay, have. who's your MVP? Eric. Really? Yes. The reason being Do because tell. he steps into the ring. 
and takes mm-hmm. over for Corey, he could come in and be like, no, I'm not going to do this. I'm just going to run away. I'm going to, or he could like pull Corey out and he could be like, let's get out of here. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he gets pulled into the ring and he's like, all right, I'll fight for, on my little brother's behalf. I appreciate that. I appreciate that quality in him. Cute. Even though he gets tossed like over Vader's head. Sure. He sticks with it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it to Topanga. Yeah, that checks out. Because I think that she is really the one with the, 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 the big lesson with her you are you and I am me. Yes. And, with her final line, yeah. which is, an, again, a very famous People quote. use it. Yeah, people that like this this stupid show like to <laughs> like to reference that oh moment. Oh boy! <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's pangers. Pangers. I know how much you like pangers. This is gonna be this is gonna be ongoing. I can't wait to start saying. We're pangers. only in season two. I'm gonna say oh, pangers no. so, so many times. Many times. I'm gonna cringe like you're saying Voldemort. I'm gonna be like <laughs> every time. <laughs> Uh, I think that Topanga earned it though because I think that like she she brings it home or Joey honestly I wasn't thinking that before you could for Joey but I am he's my second place probably oh yeah I mean however he doesn't actually finish the fight that he started which is it's true which is why I don't think he deserves the MVP slot because he doesn't he started this and then he was just like tag me in and he's like doesn't follow through yeah, no, but no follow. Joey gets some fun stuff in this episode, though. Like that weird yeah. little, little montage of yellow, yellow, yes. yellow, oh yellow. Oh, my God. Stupid, funny. Which, where does that even... Why yellow? Of all the colors What that is the origin call, of calling, yeah. like, a coward a yellow? A coward yellow. Let's find out. Let's, we let's have the technology. We have the internet. What do you think? I truly do not know. Because when I hear it, I hear more yellow-bellied. I think I mean I Which think that's like the same. Western... I think that that's yellow is just like a shorter shorter version. I think it's, of I think they're related. Yeah. So to be yellow bellied is to be cowardly or easily yes. scared. If you're yellow bellied, you're not brave. It's the kind of word cowboys use, partner. Yeah, I told you it was a cowboy thing. <laughs> this is from vocabulary.com. This word originally applied to birds that literally have a yellow belly, like a oh. yellow bellied sapsucker. From there, it came to mean an insult for cowards. If you're afraid to ask someone on a date, you're yellow bellied. That doesn't really... That doesn't give us much of an origin of like, was this is this a very frightened bird? Is it a skittish bird? Let's see. This is this is from todayifoundout.com. Oh. Why yellow can mean cowardly. It's not completely clear when yellow came to represent human weakness and immorality. In fact, during the early Middle Ages, yellow, as a cheaper substitute for gold, was commonly used to represent divine light in art and manuscripts. And even Jesus was sometimes depicted with blonde hair and blue eyes <laughs> and two kids. No. Coming home, putting Thanksgiving dinner on the table. No. Um, Unacceptable. Okay, maybe this is why. Although it's not clear why the color was chosen as part of the Abilgensian Inquisition, mid-13th century, which started in the 1100s in France. Cathar heretics who repented were forced to wear yellow crosses as part of their penance. I don't, I don't know that I really still trust any of that information. I don't know. It's interesting. A lot of speculation. Well, that's what we're here to do, wildly speculate about. It's true. Something about what? yellow-bellied and that being like chickens are kind of yellow-bellied, I guess. I don't know. I suppose. 
So I feel like I heard it somewhere at some point in time. The reason. If you've got a story about what yellow, right? If you know why. Well, I doubt anybody knows, but if you've got like a fun story, that's cool too. A little anecdote. But if you do know, prove me wrong. Hit me with your facts, though. Cite your sources. We're not here for bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) We're only here for the hard, hard hitting facts and speculation. Damn it. Yes. Um, That's why I just read the names of those websites, none of which really sounded promising. You know. Well, the internet is very hit or miss nowadays. You can put anything it was, on there. It was always hit or miss, Megan. That's true. It was never trustworthy. <laughs> Fair. All right. Well, I guess that's about it. Uh, join us next week as we gear up for the two-part season two finale. Yay! A truly epic one. Yes. And in the grand scheme of this show, not all of the season finales are like game changers. Mm-mm. Like the yeah. season three finale, I think the finale, like the last episode of season three is like... Eric and Corey going away for the summer, right? Yeah, that's not super life changing, right? Like it's it's not like big and consequential. Like they leave for the trip, right? And like I don't even the end of season four. They visit Beach State, right? They like visit that college. Yep. Yeah, that's not like I. This not a lot of like big season finales in this show. But right before, because like the season, finale, right? There's a, usually a big hitting. like pen, penultimate episode. Yes. The season one finale is not like a big thing. Right, like they blink, they blink Minkus out of existence. I guess. Oh, uh, R.I.P. Minkus. Season five is where they graduate. Season five is big. So it's big like graduation. Deal. They get engaged. Like it's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, seven's the series finale. So season different. six is uh, where Feeny gets married, and that's where Topanga finds out that her parents are getting a divorce. Okay, so, so there's that's some big very shit Hard hitting. It is. Yeah, it's just interesting. Like season two here has like a big, honest, like two part season finale. Yeah. And, and it's, like, quite consequential for the given circumstances of the show. Like, mm-hmm. it changes relationships and dynamics and, and, and everything. Yeah. Whereas, like, season one, season three, season four, they don't, they're not really finales. No. They're just more episodes. Which is so weird because, the, again, the episode right before the finale is always the yeah, one Yeah, there's like, always, like, a big penultimate episode. We're joining a cult. Do a big thing. We're doing the thing. And then it's like, um, And oh, then we just kind of, like, fizzle out a little bit. Anyway. This is, all right. Join us next week for part one of the exciting two-part season finale. Yes. Follow us on the things. <laughs> <laughs> Follow us on the things. Follow like us online. Like, share, subscribe. Tell, tell your friends. Fran- tell your friends. Friends. It was a threat. Tell your friends. Tell every friend that you know. Tell your friends or you're going to be yellow. Yellow. Oh, boy. <laughs> yellow. Have fun editing that out later. I'll just insert it. I'll take the clip and insert it randomly into the episode. Like, oh, that'd be fun. Random points. Fun little surprises. Yep. With that, class dismissed.